He's our first uh, German pastor to share journey, okay? Well, I've got Paulina, but um, I want to introduce, come on up, uh, Th- Theo. This is Theo um, Emman. Theo's the senior pastor. He's a senior pastor of Network 43 in the Black Forest. And um, I, we've had lots of fun over the last few while. He, I, he's the funniest German I've ever met, which is just... A, one, <laughs> but uh, anyway, let's just stretch out a hand. Let's pray for him. Father, we thank you for Theo today, God. Lord, you bless him as he shares a word with you, God. Lord, you bless him, pour out your spirit on him in Jesus' name. Come on, give him a round of applause. You are so kind. How are you? I was mem- 90. Arn, you're a great man. Where are you? Oh, he's up there. Wave at us. You see, the thing is, every one of us this morning has this one question. The older we get, the worse it gets. Because people expect old people to know all. <laughs> but old people know we don't know all. We know less. Our brain has dysfunctions. Our heart skips. And our body feels wonderfully. <laughs> everyone in this room, everyone in this life, every one of all 8 billion people has one question. Sander has it, Kristen has it, Andrew has it, Noah has it, David has it, Joanna has it, the birthday boy Garth has it, <laughs> Steve has it, Abigail has it, Leslie has it. Leslie, thank you for dedicating your heart. And it has been a joy to worship with you. But Daniel has it too. All of us have the same question. And the question is, oh, I tell you later on. (laughs) You didn't see that coming, right? You didn't see that coming. You didn't. Say to your neighbor, I didn't see that coming. I hate that German guy. Could he please stop and... Okay. Every one of us has the same question. The question you and I have, who am I? If you wouldn't have that question, you would have peace. Who has every so often not enough peace? Lots of stress, lots of things. People hurt you. People mess you up. It's not 90, it's 30. Sub-ideal, we call it in Germany. Can I tell you one thing? One thing I learned about your great nation up north. People in Northern Ireland look better than in Southern Germany. (laughs) And I prayed already with Andy that he would place after the service his hands on my life. And a miracle of God is happening to me. From that moment, I will speak like you speak. So pray for me. But you see, the thing is, there's one scripture I want to focus this morning. Um, It's dear to my heart. It's in 2 Peter 3.18. It says, now grow in the grace and knowledge 
of your Lord Jesus Christ. And then it gives kind of like a benediction. To him be glory, both now and forever. Amen. Now grow. The only thing you are asked on this earth is to grow and develop. And that's the hardest thing to do. Because once you're 35 or 45 or 55 or 65, my wife is 66 and I'm 25. <laughs> you think life went past me so fast and I still cannot in any way satisfying answer the question who I am. Unless we embrace what Peter said in the second book he wrote to us. Grow in grace and the knowledge of your Lord Jesus Christ. Grow. Tell you, I want, but it's so hard. I'll tell you why. If, give me, give me your feedback. If I would, what's your name? Ashton, wonderful name. Ashton, let's have an applause for Ashton. Ashton, Ashton, if you would invite me, should I go a little bit back? Uh, feedback. Um, you would invite me to your home with your two new baby boys, girls, one girl, one boy, wonderful. And you lead me into your living room. What would you say? Make yourself or... There it is. Say it real loud. Make yourself Okay. I heard before I got to know John, I'm going to preach somewhere. I thought it could be at home. And I heard the following phrase. Make yourself uncomfortable. That, that's exactly what I heard. And I was so thrilled. I knew it was the Holy Spirit. And I said, Jesus, I want to live according to that model. The only way, John Maxwell said, everything you want and don't have is outside your comfort zone. Everything you want and don't have is outside your comfort zone. What do you want today? What is in your heart? Why have you come to earth? Who are you? What mark would you like to place on this earth before you transition into eternity and heaven? What mark? It's more difficult than we like it. If it would be easy, the world wouldn't be a mess like it is at the moment. So grow in the grace and knowledge of your Lord Jesus Christ. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Everything you want. Did you want those two out? I, I'm a man. I have no clue. I have two kids, but I have no clue. I was watching my wife and wanted to tell her, honey, it's not that bad. Come on. No, I didn't say that. She would have killed me right on the spot. But I, 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 I was nervous, more nervous than her. You know, and then suddenly I got the knife to cut. Did, you you don't, don't take a knife in your nation? We have a big knife. 
So the doctor and the nurse is afraid what we do. But we cut. No, no, it was. But did you want them out? Desperately? I would think so. I'm so proud of you. See, our girl is 31. And she speaks five languages. And she's smart and beautiful and single. <laughs> but there's certain things within your spirit from before foundation of this earth. I learned already 22 or so names in this house. My, my goal is at least 30 names before I leave this place. And then I sit in the plane tomorrow morning and pray for you. I commit that. Why? You want your purpose to come forth. You cannot live and die and not make a difference in Jesus' name. Too many people just live and die. And the little, you know what I mean? You're born and you died. You're not, hopefully not. <laughs> uh, you're born and Die. That's what is on the cross or on the stone or whatever you do here in north. I don't know. My wife probably just buys me a wooden cross. It's cheaper. <laughs> but there's a date. And this little dot or and then the day when I passed on. But I forced my wife and gave her money to write underneath those two dates. One short phrase, he didn't live in vain. So with that kind of motto, I really have to deliver something. You too. You too. Jesus, we ask you this morning, we ask you this day for Bunger. And what was the other one? Down Patrick. I knew it, but I wanted to hear it from you. Antrim. And all the churches which will be started, birthed out of this house. We pray for the Holy Spirit to come to us. That we will grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, we ask you that everything we want and don't have is outside our comfort zone. That we will make ourselves uncomfortable. We determine to live uncomfortable lives that you will bring comfort through your Holy Spirit to multitudes of people in Bangor, in Downpatrick, in Antrim, in every home. You as a church touch people in the city. Jesus, we pray for your grace. Change our hearts and your knowledge. Knowing you, being connected with you makes all the difference. We thank you for it. Now receive in Jesus' name. Receive it. Receive it. Just as if you would sit without anybody else in the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. I don't want to live in vain. I just don't want to waste my life. Pray to him. Tell him. I want to grow. I want to leave my comfort. Make yourself comfortable. So nice that you said that. 
but it's wrong. Make yourself uncomfortable. Make yourself uncomfortable in order to grow and not waste your life on this earth in Jesus' name. Amen. You are one step away from success by stepping into the uncomfortable. I woke up this morning in a strange room, in a strange house, with people with strange language, and I felt uncomfortable because I had probably two and a half, three hours of deep sleep, and I was laying in bed probably four hours. So the first thing when I'm in, in desperate need, something needs to come out. I said, Jesus, I need your help. I love your life in me. Please help me to get uncomfortably comfortably. Be comfortably uncomfortable. That's what I want to say. You are one step away from success by stepping into the uncomfortable. I wrote myself this night at 2 o'clock or 2.30. Stepping into success God's way is on the other side of your comfort zone. Stepping into God's success. This is different than money, house, and sex, and fame, and clicks, and TikTok, whatever. For me, carbohydrates. That was the choice drug I like. That's my crack. You know, I, 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 I could never know why people drink alcohol. You know, I drank your Guinness, uh, which you do better up here, and you call it different, but that's what Jamie wasted my life with. Uh, I, they had to kind of uh, gear me to... No, I didn't. I had 0.0, so you walk straight. But whatever tempts you to waste your life, that's the step you need to take to step into destiny. And everyone, you know, one day, 15 years ago, about 15 years ago, I was tired. And if you think November is bad, wait till February comes. <laughs> February in the Black Forest is most depressive time ever because it's still cold, it's gray, it's, it's muddy weather. You have snow. I live on, in the mountains in a village of 238 people. Say, metropolitan area of Segeton. That's where I'm, I'm, a, I'm a country boy. Actually not. I'm a city boy. I did my BA in Dallas. My wife comes from Toronto. And I grew up in, at least in Freiburg, Germany. And God sent me in the Black Forest and said, go prepare for a new dawn in the Black Forest. About 30 years ago, I heard that sentence. It changed my life. What sentence do you need to hear in order to have a changed life? You, that's, that's sure, that's absolutely sure. You are one step away from success by stepping into the uncomfortable. So, say your name again. Ashton. I thought, but I didn't want to say it wrong. So, Ashton and? I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. Ashton and Ashley, you are a beautiful couple. I admire your family. But Ashton, could you please loudly say what you need to say to me when I come to your home? Please make yourself uncomfortable. Can you say it with more conviction and vigor and strength? Uncomfortable. I heard you conquered the rest of the world. You're better than the Germans. That's obvious. 
That was a praise. Come on, flop yourself. You're way better. I, Germans would not be able to speak so beautifully, so smartly, so eloquently. It's just amazing. And then I had a personal counseling session with this genius sitting in the first row. If, uh, don't smile. Don't smile. Don't laugh. You would cry if I tell you my story the wrong way. I tell you that. One day, I have to watch myself, but I only wasted 14 minutes of my sermon, so don't relax, just, just take it easy. But one day, on March 8th, 1972, I came from school, and it, I, I, I don't have a key because my mother is always there when I come home. So I said, I ring, I ring again, I ring five times, and no one opened. I took my school bag and placed it to the side and set into the door. And every time in the eighth floor of the high-rise in Freiburg, uh, the southwestern part, um, when the elevator moved and you could listen to it, um, I said, she's coming. So for an hour, two hours, she's not coming. So slowly, the eight-year-old boy is worried. You would be too. Where is mom? I want to be home. And suddenly, after I didn't expect anybody to come, the elevator door, the steel door opened. Out came my four-year-old sister, and she nearly screamed. Not as loud as she or him. <laughs> but she screamed, Daddy's dead, Daddy's dead, Daddy's dead. And behind my sister walked my mother. I seen her face, and it changed my life. I couldn't believe what I heard from my sister because I, 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 I seen in her face, she didn't get it. She didn't get it. You see, you and I have something in common. Because we have been hit by life the wrong way, something happened to our heart. And mankind needs to recover from sin and brokenness and shame and loneliness and loss. And you talk about it. Everyone has it. I don't care if people have it. We had 22 Lamborghinis on our church lot two weeks ago. Go on Network 43 in German and uh, on YouTube and you see the video. The Swiss Lamborghini Club with 22 Lambos wanted to park on our church lot. And we said, no, you can't. We hate Italians. No, no, we didn't. We invited them. We invited them. So I preached to a crowd of 25, 30 people, and they liked it. They actually said, we want to come and have a blessing service for all. That's great. Like, you know, I, you may think I'm not a good preacher, and you're right. <laughs> but I could care less. The Lambo driver liked me, so I'm good for a year or so. But you see, your heart and my heart has something in common. If you're Ashton or Ashley, or have two kids, brand new, they like their mom. With the dad, I'm not sure, but they like their mom. You know why she nurtures them? There's only one God on earth and in heaven. He is the many-breasted God Almighty. If we are not nurtured with him, no nurture on earth would satisfy mine and your heart. So 
You are one step away from success by stepping into the uncomfortable. Make yourself uncomfortable and ask yourself, what's the one step? Uh, there could be five steps, but what's the one? What's the next one? It could be so expensive that you say, skip and go to another step. She would never realize it. I did the wrong step. But you know who would? Not my wife, not my boy, not my girl. I would know it. And I have to look in my mirror and I know I lived that day in vain. Don't live in vain. Live for a purpose. Make yourself uncomfortable. Endure pain. Samuel Chan wrote a wonderful book, and in this book there is one key takeaway, and it says you can only grow onto the threshold of your pain. Wherever the threshold is, that's where you stop. That's, Maxwell Net calls it the law of the lid. It limits your development and your growth. Even though Jesus gives you grace and knowledge, it is limitation to my heart and really, I don't know your heart. I'm 36 years married, and I slowly get to know my wife. And I really love her. You know what I do? Very often come home late, and she lays in bed, and she, she in, 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 opposite to me, I roll around till I find my spot, and then I fall asleep. And sometimes she touches me like this, and I love it when she does it in the middle of the night. You see, I lost 22, 23 kilos 14 years ago. And I ran thousands of kilometers because God healed my ankles, which twisted all the time like this. And when falling, I had to snap it back. And I was in Reading. And one third year student, when asked, is anybody here who needs some healing? I said, yes, you could pray for both of my ankles and my knees. They're really messed up. Skiing accidents and other stuff. And, and he smiled and said, come here. And I was many months, like four or five months prior to that in Spain. And I heard God say to me, it's a done deal, Theo. Because the doctor said, if you don't operate on your ankles, you will have such arthrosis, rheumatic pain, you will not like your life. So he said, give you six months, but then you need to go. He's a Christian doctor, and he said, if you want to pray, I believe in it, but, you know, my knife does better. <laughs> so I said, God, God I, I, I want you to touch me. So I did go to Reading for other reasons, like for the good food and so uh, <laughs> And people prayed for me. And months later, and you cannot really see it from your place, I was in my bathtub. And I called my wife because I was shocked. That ankle I had most trouble with. My ankle was sticking out like a th sore thumb. And I was worried. What's happened now? Is it losing itself? What I realized after it, God adjusted my static. And since that day, I've never twisted my ankle. But just make yourself uncomfortable. In Spain, listening to this man from that church, probably five times the series, Healing the Birthright of the Church, I heard it's a done deal. 
And at the end of the hour and a half jog, I twisted my ankle again. I lay dirty, scratched up, finished. I screamed, it's a done deal, no matter what. And then I collected myself and walked home like that. What pain wants to hinder you move into your destiny? And what message is your soul getting, which is right from hell? And it may sound just comfortably. So you are one step away. I am one step away from success God's way by stepping into the uncomfortable. The game on this earth is not to get a house, to get family, get life, get money, get whatever. The, live long. Now, this is the, the, the new obsession of most Western people. Longevity studies. How can I prolong my life? I say, I don't want to prolong my life. I want to see, serve 50 years faithfully and then blow it. <laughs> People always say, you burn out, you burn out, you're crazy. I said, no, no, I have more solitude and silence and Sabbath than you think. That's the only reason I can be like that. So go withdraw in silence and solitude and Sabbath and ask yourself, Jesus, where is the next step into the uncomfortable? John Maxwell said as well, potential is God's gift to you. What you do with it on earth is your gift to God. You know, I'm looking forward to my last day on earth. My, I, I'm not praying for long life. I'm praying for 50 years of fruitful service. I could care. You know, some people say, then you mess up your pension. <laughs> I'm not on earth to have a pension, please. And you're not either. You know, I, thank you, Sa Sandra and Christine. What's your pacifier's name? What? what? What's your pacifier? I, I, I know the names. Getting up after I get to, to bed at 11 or 12 or later and not being able to sleep perhaps and then go down and read my German Zeit. There's a weekly newspaper. It's triple as smart as I am. And I read usually in a week not more than 10 to 15%. It's so exhausting. It's smart. It's challenging. It's way over my top intellectually. But no, no, it's not. <laughs> or at least I pretend it's not. And while I read a newspaper, that still would be Christian, right? I could devour 25 or 3,000 calories, my kind of calories. No beer, bad carbohydrates. And when I have enough in it, it's like life is great. <laughs> What's your pacifier? What does the trick for you? It's different. I'm 60 years old. I, I fight. I fight. I fight hard. I did my first Ironman this July. You, know, you think it's impressive. I didn't do it for that reason. I did it all by myself. You know why I did it? 
resilience training. I want to go along strong. And I need to throw my passive fires. I'm so sorry. Naturally, I would jump down and get it for you, but that would be distracted for so many people, which already think at the moment he is wild. <laughs> and you're right, and I like it. <laughs> you see, I, I've gone through so much rejection and confusion and loss and pain and so much lie. I flew from school, out of school at grade 11 because of a F in English. My English teacher hated me. Yeah, I, I managed to spit on his bald head out of the fourth high store story. You know, we want to touch girls, not touch them, of course, with what we would send down, but just do it, just slightly missing them. And then we had a mirror, we boys, so we could withdraw, they would never see us. We would be in different classrooms all the time. But it's all the same action. Provoke people we admired. <laughs> so we looked at them as they searched for the ugly faces who did what they did. One day, I did my game. And I could see the thing go like this. And the door of the back entrance opened and my beloved English teacher came out. And you wouldn't believe it, I can still to this day, decades after, hear the plop. And I was shocked. I couldn't withdraw my face. So he looked up. Three weeks later, they sent me off school. But you see, the reason why I did stupid stuff was not because I'm an evil boy. I'm a confused one. I'm a blocked one. I'm an inferior one. I'm a hurt one. I'm a sad one. I'm a broken one. And I cease to this day. You know, it's, it's in the process of healing. Don't worry. You can pray for me later on. I need it. But... I see the director of that school only talking to my mother, not to me. I sat in the same room across from his desk. He said, you know and you understand why your son needs to leave this institution. What has hit your life that you're not willing to make yourself uncomfortable? My dream is to live in the, in the growth zone, and growth zone means you go from comfort zone to fear zone and back to comfort zone because any reasonable human being, when encountering fear zone, goes back into comfort zone. It's natural. It's intuitive. But that's the reason why I'm here. That's the message of the Holy Spirit, if you want for you, is make yourself uncomfortable. You need to go from the zone, what zone? comfort zone to fear zone to learning zone in order to reach the growth zone. And for every person here, it may be different, but 
I learned a sentence and I lost 22, 23 kilos and I drained myself back after God healed my ankle to get in shape, to be resilient and to be purposeful and intentional with my life. I have these evenings and I earn myself those evenings. By delaying gratification, that's what Rick Warren said, as a sign of true maturity. You don't need to fight every urge. Of course, sin is sin and we do not sin. But there are things which are not sin still wasting my and your life and keeping me in the pacifier zone, the comfort zone. And we, the devil is talking to me and you and say, you know what happens when you step out of your comfort zone. You know what I will do to you when you start another church. You know, we have four churches in Black Forest. And, and every time, actually, we, we start at seven, and we are at four. So I'm sure you know what I mean. The devil was talking to the young boy. He said, you see how I can mess you up? And I learned to talk back. I said, this is not my matter. You need to talk to the one who killed you. Just have a great conversation. He's risen. You, you, you don't need to talk with the devil. Your life speaks louder if you are in the growth zone, not in the comfort zone. For the ending, growth zone people have four qualities according to my understanding. It's first, dream godly. Just dream godly. I want to start 100 churches before I die. He said, Theo, you're 60. Are you choking? Yes, you may think. Go prepare for a new dawn in the Black Forest. I could care. I may be 93. But you know, I've already solved the problems. We think in generations. So I train the kids to understand and have a revelation to plant churches because get people healthy in Christ, then personal evangelism. I talked to three people yesterday in your nation about Christ. And the day before, I talked with eight people about Christ. And when I'm in cities, it's so easy. You are blessed. I live in the forest. I need to pray for people because there's so few. 238 people. But you, you, Andrew, come on. Get yourself uncomfortable. I give you a polo. That helps. Okay. Dream godly. Genesis 37.5. Five words. Now Joseph had a... Dream. If you don't have a dream, you will waste your life. A dream guides the purposes and directions of life and the passions of the heart are not misled if you dream godly. Second, trust wholeheartedly with your whole heart. Trust in the Lord with your whole heart. Do not lean to your understanding. Oh, is that good? Trust in the Lord with your whole heart. Do not lean to your... I'm not sure if this thing takes me. I doubt it. But normally what I do is I do this and you get the picture. And then I lift this one and I probably fall because it's not going to sustain my weight. Jesus is sustaining your weight if you trust him and lean on him. You know what healed my inferiority challenges? I, I don't say I'm healed. I'm in process of healing. 
I lean regularly into Jesus. Dream godly. Do it your way. You know how to dream and see visions. Trust wholeheartedly. Trust in the Lord with your little ones. When they exhaust you, they are out, but now they are all over you. <laughs> Can we clap for all the mothers? Can we honor all the dads who get up at night and exhaust themselves so that mommy can rest. I was one of these active daddies. I, we have, after the second service, every Sunday, five, ten, or sometimes more guests at our home. Hospitality is not a word. It's a lifestyle. And you know how do, who do, does the dishes? The old German guy, exactly. You know why? I love my wife and sex is way better if I'm a good boy. <laughs> I never touched any other woman than mine, but I tell you, if I serve hard, it's not a disadvantage for my life. <laughs> Why do you laugh? No, I know exactly. Trust wholeheartedly. And third, that's a difficult one for some people here. Dare greatly. Dare greatly. You, you may think, Theo, look at your, you're at the edge of where you can stand. Can you, look at my feet. Look at my feet. you think you are at the edge, you are nearly in the hand of God. God doesn't help people who play cool. Oh, it's too dangerous, God. I stay in my comfort zone. I stay in my comfort zone. I'm not going to go in the growth zone. I know I waste my life, but I'd rather waste my life than to be outside my comfort. God said to you, if you don't stop eating wrong, you will see me earlier. That got my attention. I, I want to, I, I, I'm not sure if I can, but I give a hard following after Christ to fulfill the 50 years. I, I don't say I will, but I want. Everything you want and don't have is outside your comfort zone. What step do you need to do? Dare Greatly. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go. Tell your neighbor, you should go. You should go up and take possession of your land. For we can certainly do it. Say, we can certainly do it. You can certainly do it. You can certainly do it. You can certainly do it. I could not do this with my knees. I have been damaged so badly skiing that this position, even if I twist it like this, is impossible. It's a miracle that I can do this. What miracle do you need in your life that you're set free from the lie? It happens for others. 
but not for you. It happens for Daniel because he's nice and cool and looks great and he has a heart after God, but me. No. What step? It's not, it's not Daniel or John. It is your step. Your step. We certainly should take the land. Number four and last. We dream godly. We trust wholeheartedly. We dare greatly. And then we serve passionately. Serve passionately. Let it be expensive. Make yourself uncomfortable. And serve passionately. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this day. I pray for this wonderful group of people. Such a loving, such an anointed house. I pray for my sisters and brothers. I pray for myself that we don't live comfortable lives. But from this day on, dream godly, trust wholeheartedly, dare greatly, and serve passionately our Lord Jesus Christ. Because Jesus, you saved us. You were bleeding. You were sweating. You were screaming because of my sin and my stupidity. And Jesus, I'm so thankful that you didn't let me go. We bless the kids. We bless the congregations. We thank you that you touch our heart. In your heart, determined with this next song, you are going to make yourself uncomfortable. Amen. come back right <laughs> hey thank you Theo thank you so much um listen our service is over for today if you got kids go and get them before the kids workers come and start throwing things at me uh, we do have a prayer ministry team here if you want some prayer um, we'd love to pray for you if you need healing today um, if you've got knee problems and ankle problems come see Theo he'll pray for you and uh, other than that you have a really good Sunday and uh, if you're welcome you want to chat to some of us come see some of our elders team and uh, other than that you have a really good week and we'll see you all next Sunday if all the things that are happening during the week plus please 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 we need to raise 8,000 for toy tales okay we have about a thousand so far so we need we need we need a few people just go on and sponsor and uh, if you sponsor me I am definitely close for a good shout to win anyway enjoy your Sunday